Greetings and welcome to Little Readers Podcast, dedicated to literacy, listening skills, comprehension, and a love of reading. Today, our story is entitled Testing Miss Malarkey, and it's taken from the book Miss Malarkey Stories from Room 10, written by Judy Finchler and illustrated by Kevin O'Malley, published by Barnes and Noble, Incorporated by arrangement with Walker Publishing Company, Incorporated in 2010. This realistic story was written in the year 2000. Remember, realistic fiction stories can actually happen in real life. This story captures the chaos around standardized testing days. Let's begin. Miss Malarkey is a good teacher. Usually she's really nice, but a couple of weeks ago she started acting a little weird. She started talking about the test, the instructional performance through understanding test. I think Miss Malarkey said it was called the IPTU test. The student in the background said under his breath, not another test. No wonder they pity us. But Miss Malarkey said the test wasn't that important. She said it wouldn't affect our report cards, it wouldn't mean extra homework, and if we didn't do well, we would still go on to the next grade. But Miss Malarkey sat in front of the class, biting her fingernails because she was so nervous. A student in the front row said politely, Miss Malarkey, you shouldn't bite your nails. At recess, we played Multiplication Mambo. Each class got new CD-ROMs called There's Something About Decimals. After lunch, we played Funny Phonics. Miss Malarkey said you never know what's going to be on the test. She said, remember? Remember the rule? I before E except after C. You get to move two spaces. Isn't phonics fun? The student in the back row mumbled, Can I go to the bathroom? The closer we got to test day, the weirder things got. When I brought the attendance sheets to the office, I heard Principal Wiggins yelling about pencils. This is the test. I want the good number two pencils, not the kind with the crumbly erasers, and I will personally make sure they're all sharpened Perfectly. The cafeteria lady, Mrs. Slapdown, took away the potato chips and she served only fish. She said, Fish is good brain food. Some of you should eat a whale. The boy behind me said, My food usually goes right to my stomach. He thought he might throw up. In art, we each made posters about the test. Mrs. Magenta also showed us how to color in all those little circles they put on the tests. During gym, we didn't play baseball or even exercise. Mr. Fitenough said we had to prepare our minds and bodies for the test. We all learned something about meditating and about something called yogurt. I think he meant to say yoga. Like I said, The things were getting pretty weird at school. I got to thinking the test was sort of important. 
Even mom knew about the test. When she read me my bedtime story, I had to complete a worksheet and give the main idea before I could go to sleep. Mom started making me eat a really big breakfast, and for lunch she packed me a Power Bar 2000. When I got to school, I traded Adam for a fat-free bran muffin. He traded with Hannah for a baggie of carrot sticks. Hannah did not want the power bar, so she asked her best friend Meredith if she would trade for her apple. Somehow, someone must have wanted the apple, and I'm not sure what happened, but I ended up with the power bar 2000 again. One night, Mom took me to a PTA meeting. A man was there talking about the test. He wasn't a teacher or a parent or even the principal, but whoever he was, he seemed to think the test was very important. And so did the parents after listening to Dr. Scoreswell. He was a testing expert. I listened to the parents questioning Dr. Scoreswell. One man said, Will the grade point average be reflected in the scores? Another lady asked, My son is gifted in a variety of areas. Will this test hinder his Ivy League chances? Another lady asked, Should I be concerned about performance anxiety? Another said, How will the test affect real estate prices? That was that lady who sells houses. And I said to my friend, What are they talking about? The day of the test, the janitor, Mr. Shirley, closed off the whole hallway. You couldn't even walk down it unless you had a pass, and you had to whisper in the hallway. Miss Malarkey had to whisper the secret password to Mr. Shirley before she could go to room 10. That morning, there were more teachers than kids waiting for the nurse. They were holding their stomachs. They were holding their heads, and they did not look happy. All of this was created because they were nervous about the test. Miss Malarkey's job was to hand out the number two pencils and the scratch paper. She looked like she did not get enough sleep. Principal Wiggins was keeping the time. We couldn't even touch the test until he waved the flag. And when it was time to start, he waved the flag so hard, something happened to his hair. And we discovered that he was bald. The test took forever. It took two whole days. My friend Carmine got in trouble for not using his scratch paper the right way. I thought his ninja warrior looked pretty good, though. But he should not have been drawing. He should have been focusing on his test. Miss Malarkey caught Barry with his baseball cards. Uh Uh-oh. He should have been focusing on his test, too. Morgan got a stomachache and had to go to the nurse. But the hall monitor gave her such a hard time, she threw up right in the hall. When Miss Malarkey said to erase all your pencil marks, Janet erased her whole test. Principal Wiggins was in the room for a while. But he had a stomachache and had to go to the nurse. I hope he didn't throw up in the hallway, too. After the test, everybody got prizes and had treats, and we even got extra recess. Even Stephen, who fell asleep two times during the test, and Miss Malarkey looked wiped out, and she didn't even take the test. 
I offered Miss Malarkey my Power Bar 2000 because she looked like she needed a boost of energy. It's been a long time since we took the test. Things are back to normal. Principal Wiggins is not yelling quite as much. The cafeteria lady started serving potato chips again. Mom is packing my good old peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And Miss Malarkey is letting her fingernails grow real long. She stopped biting them. I guess the test really wasn't that important after all. The end. Now, boys and girls, that was a comical story. The author was very clever in naming the characters. Can you imagine why the author gave the principal his name? Think about it. Mr. Wiggins wore a wig because he was bald. Get it, Mr. Wiggins? And what about the cafeteria lady? Do you remember her name? Mrs. Slopdown. The author gave her that name because she has a huge spoon and she slops down the food onto the lunch trays. Mrs. Slopdown. Pretty cute. And the art teacher's name is a color. Do you remember her name? Mrs. Magenta. If you have a box of 124 crayons, I'll bet you you could find a magenta crayon in that box of crayons. Magenta. It's sort of a pink purplish crayon. Then the gym teacher, Mr. Fit Enough. The author gave him that name because, of course, he's very fit, physically fit. And finally, the speaker at the PTA meeting. You may not have caught his name. Doctor scores well. And, of course, he got that name because he told the parents how important it was for the children to score well on the test. Yes, the author was very clever in naming the characters because she wanted to make us readers laugh. And I say she succeeded. I hope that you enjoyed this story. And remember, stay calm. Remember... When you are preparing for test day, remain calm, get enough sleep each night, eat nutritious food at all your meals, and yes, stay calm and approach one thing at a time. You'll all get through it and, like our characters in Miss Malarkey, Stories from Room 10, it'll all be over and everyone will forget about it. And yes, you will go on to the next grade. Well, I hope you enjoyed this story, Testing Miss Malarkey, written by Judy Finchler and illustrated by Kevin O'Malley, published by Barnes & Noble Incorporated, with arrangement with Walker Publishing Company Incorporated in 2010. This is Miss Jones signing off. Until next time. Stay safe, stay healthy, and be happy. Bye-bye.